and welcome to the Adaptation Station podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm a former special education teacher and currently an ABA therapist at a private center. This podcast is filled with tips and tricks for not only being the best special education teacher you can be in the classroom, but living the best life you can live outside of the classroom as well. After all, I'm all about balance. Hope you guys are excited. Let's jump on in. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we're talking about SPED prep. And I know some of you out there have the same love-hate relationship with it that I do. I mean, sometimes I love to prep things. Other times, it's like the worst thing I could possibly have to do. And a lot of that stems from SPED prep can be super overwhelming. I have so many things in my TPT purchases that I bought and I never prepped. And I probably never will prep because they are so overwhelming. Bundles are great. Huge products are fantastic. You get so much bang for your buck, but then that's a lot that you have to do with. Like you can't just buy a whole set of file folders and have them running in your classroom the next day. There's a whole nother element that you have to do to get them running. And sometimes that can be what stops you. So I have a couple of tips for you to kind of help you stay on top of prepping your stuff. The first one is to just print what you need right now. And this was something that I was really bad at doing when I first started buying things on TPT, but when I started, it helped a lot. The example I'm going to use is Gabrielle Dixon, Teaching Special Thinkers. She has a math file folder mega bundle. Her mega bundle comes with 27 different sets of file folders, and each set is roughly in the range of 50 pages. That is a lot of prep. I love having that resource because I was able to grab whatever I needed, but if I'd sat down and tried to prep all 27 sets of file folders, first, that would have taken me like several weekends in a row. I probably would have gotten bored or distracted and just stopped working on it, and I would have only had math file folders at the end of that, and I have a lot more things I need to be working on than just math. I need to have file folders for English and language arts skills. I need to have file folders for matching, for sorting, errorless learning. And I can't afford to give them an entire month just prepping math file folders. So what I would do instead is just prep what I needed. Last September, I had several students who had addition and subtraction goals. So I prepped just those two sets of file folders. That's the only thing I prepped from this bundle in the fall. Then somewhere around December, I prepped a couple more sets. This allowed me to really maximize that product and grab what I needed, but not lose time. Just looking at that product right now, she had some file folders for multiplication and division. That's not something that I really needed in my classroom at all last year, and I would have wasted time prepping those and then not using them. I can just prep the multiplication and division file folders whenever I need them. My next tip is create a prep flow that works for you. I used to think it made the most sense to laminate everything and then cut everything out and then Velcro everything. And and like logically, that still makes sense to me. You know, put your laminator or multiple laminators, if you're like me, out on your living room floor and go ahead and laminate all the things that you need to prep. Then you can put the laminators away and pull out the Velcro box and start Velcroing everything and then put that away and pull out your paper cutter. 
And while for some people that probably is way more efficient, that didn't work for me. The biggest reason is I'm not nearly as organized as I appear on social media, let me tell you. And when I would laminate and Velcro everything, when I started cutting it all apart, it was a disaster, like an absolute disaster. I would end up with having a shoebox bin with like 200 pieces cut out. And these 200 pieces went to 14 different products I decided to prep in the same day. And then a lot of the products were from the same authors. And a lot of authors have very similar styles with their products or they use the same fonts and the same clip art. So then I couldn't figure out if the piece went to this file folder, that adapted book, or that binder. Then it would be Sunday night, 10 o'clock at night. I'm exhausted. I put that shoebox away in my office saying, I guess I'll try that again next weekend. Guess what? I never went back. I would just have boxes with prepped pieces and products that I never got into my classroom. So then I started switching over and only prepping small pieces at a time. And yes, this did mean that I had to pull up my laminator more often and I might work through it a little bit slower, but that ended up working better for me. So I might just print four adapted books and prep those. And then if I get through all of that, maybe I'll go back up to my office and print two file folders. And you might be someone where that first system works better for you. The more you prep, the more you'll learn what works for you and then stick to that. This is also a really helpful tip when you are prepping bundles or monthly products that are related, re repeated. So I love the intermediate file folders from my special learners. Th these particular file folders are amazing because she targets skills that I don't often see targeted in other file folder bundles. And the nice thing about figuring out your flow is her bundle has 12 different sets in it. So when you pr print and prep the six September file folders and then the October file folders, you'll kind of learn what works best for you. So by the time you're prepping the February file folders, you have your system down. My third tip is to make a running list. This really helps you when you're looking not only to prep items, but to buy items as well. You can organize your list by seller. You can organize your list by product type. You can organize your list by the content that it's working on. So if I had a list with all of my math file folders and I needed math file folders, I could easily go in and figure out what do I already have? And then I could start printing it from there. I also think it's helpful if you start to make a note of what you've already prepped, which if you're just starting out, it might kind of seem like, how would you not know? But by the time I got to my fifth and sixth year of teaching, I had so many file folders that I started to forget which ones were actually prepped in my classroom and which ones I'd just seen in the PDF that I'd pulled up a half dozen times. And so I started to, especially when I was using the type of only printing what I needed, marking what I'd already prepped so I could go back to that product and prep some more. That leads us right into our bonus tip. So I started doing this just this past year and it really helped. I started categorizing my, that running list by high medium and low prep. And this helped me better estimate how long it would take me to prep an item and maximize my pockets of time. I'm going to give you three different products from three other sellers that I used this system to get running in my classroom. My high prep item were the pumpkin independent work binder system from Melissa over at Autism Adventures. Her binders are awesome. They have so many skills in them, but they're definitely one of my high prep items. That's something that's gonna take me a long time to get running. 
My medium prep item is going to be the counting packs from Supports for Special Students. She has some really great math number centers that are a medium prep, you know, maybe taking me like three, three-ish hours to get running in my classroom. Low prep is going to be Erin, you ought to know. She has these laminate Velcro and Go boards, and those I can get done in under an hour. And I do want to mention I have a very helpful husband that helps me do this. So if you're sitting there thinking, how on earth do you get something prepped in under an hour? We're usually tackling it together. But by having that list as high, medium, and low prep, I could figure out how much time I actually had and have more of a chance of completing a product. Because I always found that was best. If I could start and finish a product project in the same work session and get it in my car and ready for work on Monday, I was so much more likely to actually do it. So if it's Saturday afternoon and we have a whole lineup on Netflix and I'm going to make pizza and we've got nothing to do, maybe we will tackle making some of those binders for Melissa. If I'm working by myself on a weeknight and I only have, you know, three hours before I want to go to bed, maybe I'm going to do the number centers from Autumn. And maybe if I've just put a casserole in the oven and the timer's going to go off in 50 minutes, I'm going to try making Erin from You All Knows boards. And when I used the prep list, I was able to maximize lots of pockets of time. I stopped only prepping on Sunday afternoons and started prepping all throughout the week, and that made it a lot easier for me. The one thing I have for you to do when you finish this podcast is go back to the description. You'll be able to click the link to go to the blog that I wrote that has more examples of these tips. But at the bottom, I have six free items from my store linked, and I have them listed by high, medium, and low prep. And that's going to help you kind of visualize what I'm talking about and get six freebies in your classroom. Totally worth going back and clicking on the link. I hope these tips were helpful and I can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you like what you heard, I would greatly appreciate if you left me some feedback. And if you want to hear more, go ahead and give me a follow. While you're at it, come say hi on social media. You can find me at Adaptation Station on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and AdaptationStation.net. It's taco night in my house, so I'm going to go have a delicious dinner and a margarita, and I will talk to you guys again next Friday.